You're welcome just to be seated where you are. Can you feel the Holy Spirit? Thank you to the team. Just uh, uh, you guys must just stay in Tino must stay. Can you send the Spirit of the Lord? Come on in power. Let your heart sit on the front of your seat. Can you feel the Spirit of God? He wants to work with us tonight. Are you there? God wants to change things and shift things in your life. God wants to move things aside. And, and I, I don't want to be long tonight. I just want to be influential with the Word. Is that okay? Because I, I want to minister unto you. And I believe that the Lord wants to break you free from a place of stagnancy into a place of abundant life. Come on, who of you can say amen to that? Who of you know that Jesus doesn't have different plans but to give you the abundant life? I hope you more people say amen than that. Jesus' plans is to prosper you, to help you, to heal you, to restore you, to redeem you. That's Jesus. Come on, are you there? And as you are seated here tonight, I, I want us to be clear that I, I want to speak to you very, very briefly that I believe that God wants to heal people's souls and restore you because the scripture declares that a man can only prosper even as his soul prospers. In other words, the, the Bible makes it clear. The scripture says that the Lord wants you to prosper, but, but you prosper even as your soul prospers. 3 John 1, 2 says, Beloved, I pray that you may prosper. Say me prosper in all things and be in health just as your soul prospers. I want you to see something here. Bible says, Beloved, I pray that you prosper and that you be in health even as your soul prospers. Are you with me? So we know that when a person's soul is sick, that something is wrong with the person. Because as I've taught you many times that you are a spirit, you have a soul and you live in a body. But what we don't sometimes say is that when you're, the soul of a man is not where the soul of a man must be. It has an influence on the completeness or the totality of the person. In other words, if your soul is sick, you're going to be sick. As I said this morning, when the Spirit gives life, we call that salvation. When the Spirit gives life to your soul, we call that deliverance. When the Spirit gives life to your body, we call that healing. Come on, are you guys, are you well? Save me, I am well. Because the Lord wants to give you fresh anointing tonight. And the anointing breaks the yoke. The Bible says Jesus Christ was anointed by God, healing all those oppressed by the devil, for God was with Him. Please note that. But you can only prosper as your soul prospers. And in this evening, I, I want to just break open a dimension here because I believe it's vital for us to understand in this night that you are a temple, you are a house, and you are a tabernacle of God. Let me say it again. You are a house, you are a temple, and temple, and you are a tabernacle. Please note you serve the God who is called Himself the I Am. Because He is the I Am, He is not I am yesterday. He is not, I am the day before. He is, I am, that means He's present. He is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. But because He's, I am, it means faith is now. 
We know that the Scriptures declare that faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence not seen. In other words, as you sit here tonight, you are serving the God which is I am. He is the healing right now. He is deliverance right now. He is breakthrough right now. He is prosperity right now. He is freedom right now. You don't need to delay it for Him to, to, uh, for you to activate it. Are you guys okay? Come on, let's just help me build the atmosphere tonight that we can break it open. It is to your benefit that we break it open tonight. And so again I say that God wants your soul to be whole. God wants your soul to be whole. And later on tonight we're gonna, I'm going to lay hands and we're going to make sure that your soul is whole because you, you're going to identify certain things that you would see might not be whole in you. Do you know that when we do lay hands a little bit later on tonight, just an interesting fact, well, a fact of, of the Word and a, just a fact in the, about yourself. Why do we lay hands? We lay hands because it is central to one of the key doctrines of the Scripture. The Bible says lay hands. Hebrews, the book of Hebrews tells us very clearly as is the doctrine of salvation, as is the doctrine of repentance, as is the doctrine of baptism, so is the doctrine of laying on of hands. Why do we lay hands? Because when you lay hands, power gets released and activated. As you sit here tonight, you have 27 bones that are in that hand of yours. Are you okay? And because you have 27 bones, let me help you just... I found something that is incredible tonight. It's because you have 27 bones in your hand, eight of those is what we call carpals. Carpals. Then five of them is metacarpals. Five of them is metacarpals. And 14 of them is called digits. Now, if you look at this number, eight, five, and 14, it is interesting for us because the number eight means new beginnings. The number five means grace. The number 14 means deliverance and healing. In other words, by the laying on of hands, you release a new beginning through the spirit of grace to deliver people unto God by the power that lives inside of you. Because there's a power that lives inside of you that is greater than the power that's in this world. And by the laying on of hands, you activate that that is not seen into the scene to deactivate that what is unseen to come into the scene. Come on, are you guys good? Come on, just give Jesus some praise tonight. Come on, I want to push us tonight. I want to get us in there. So the laying on of hands is, is so important because we activate through the laying on of hands. If you study the life of Jesus, the healing ministry of Jesus, you'll find 95% of His healing ministry was the Greek word therapeo, which means He wanted people to do something as He healed them. The other 5% was eomai, which simply means He injected virtue and people went about and they got healed as they went. Are you there? Very important. But I want to speak to you just briefly about a soul and then I'm going to ask you to respond tonight to the Word of the Lord. As I look at the word soul, I... I this, the, the best, best person that comes to my mind is Samson. Samson had a, a wrong soul tie which took from him his future. 
Can I say it again? He had an allegiance with somebody, a wrong person. And because he had an allegiance of a wrong person, his soul got stuck or his soul made an allegiance with somebody that was not from the Lord for him. And when Samson allowed Delilah into the covenant of God, the power left Samson. And you have to understand something about Samson, which is interesting for me. He didn't get his faith back until his eyes were gone. Oh, I can preach just on that. You don't live by sight, you live by faith. So God doesn't want to move, remove your eyes. But I, I, want to, I want you to understand one or two things about this because God wants your soul to prosper. Say, my soul must prosper. Okay, God wants your soul to prosper. And as I looked at this, I, I want to just give you one or two things here. That there is different ways that a, a person creates a soul type and the reason why I want to speak to you just briefly about this is because I'm seeing more and more people that they're getting older, but it's like they're stuck in the past or at an event. And I've seen with many times that even though people can grow older and time can go by, it seems that people get stuck. Come on, you're there. And because people get stuck at a place of yesterday, even though God has moved on, they haven't. Come on, are you there? And I want to outline for you quickly where people get stuck. Are you, are, are you guys good? Are you, are you well? The first place that we often see a salt eye happening or people getting stuck is a, a place of injury of the past, a place of abuse, a place of rejection or a place of pain. In other words, sometimes the enemy uses uh, times of the past, times of rejection, times of betrayal, times of hurt, times of abuse as a place where your soul gets wounded. And at that place that your soul gets wounded, unless you allow the Holy Spirit to minister to your soul, your soul will get stuck at that place. You will grow older, but your emotions will stay stuck there. Because the emotions is the will and the mind of the man. As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. You are not better than your thoughts. Your thoughts is who you are. Come on, can I say it again? That's why the Lord tells you, renew your mind. Get my mind on the business. Because as soon as you have my mind, you have my eyes, you have my perspective. Come on, can I have an amen on that? Anybody with me? So it is important just to understand that sometimes when an injury happens in the past, it is a, a form of an ungodly soul time. And the Lord in this hour wants to snap soul ties off people because the Lord wants you to prosper. The Lord wants you to go and advance. The Lord doesn't want you stuck. The devil and people want to label you. God wants to name you. He doesn't want to label you. That's the big difference between the same sand that they tried to bury the girl in is the same sand Jesus wrote in. You need to catch that. That's caught, not taught. The same sand that people often want to put the coffin in is the same sand that Jesus will write a story in. Okay, now listen to me. What is the, what is sign of soul ties? Are you with me? first sign of a soul, soul tie can be I can't stop thinking of a person even though they are not active in my life anymore. 
Okay? Second sign of a soul tie, you get new behavioral patterns and or habits that did not come before the person was active in your life. Often what happens when we meet certain people, they will create new patterns in our life. Come on, are you there? And God is, I want you to understand something about the enemy. Satan follows patterns. He has to follow patterns. Because he's not omniscient, he's not omnipresent, and he's not all-knowing. And because he's not all the time at every single place, he needs patterns. That's why, let me help you quickly, everybody that's in here. That's why your Bible says, in the evil day you will stand him. What does the Bible say in the evil day? Because Scripture clearly dictates to us that the enemy comes in a day. Come on, are you guys there? You withstand him in the day. His job is to flee. But if we don't withstand him in the day, he accesses us in the day. The mercies of God is new every day. But the mercy of people towards other people is not new every day. We often hold people accountable to places that we should have matured from. Often we find people have moved on, but we don't move on. And because we don't move on, we get our souls stuck where God wants you to prosper. Come on, are you, are you there? How do we know what's in your soul? We push you into a corner and we don't give you options to any way out. If you're in a corner, we will know what's in your heart. Oh, come on, are you guys good? Okay, let's move on. Third sign that I want to give you. You fight with that person in your mind and have arguments in your mind even though if that person is not present. Do I have somebody here that know what I'm talking about? If your soul gets trapped at an event or at a person, you will often have arguments here in your mind and your thinking and the person is no longer in your life. Why am I using this as a, as a why am I talking about this tonight? Because demons access this realm and they influence your, your your ability to prosper in the Spirit. Come on guys, are you okay? Then, I want you to understand, first and foremost, let me say that, an injury of the past, an abuse, a rejection, a pain in relationship, this is a form of a soul tie. Secondly, another type of soul tie, and you need to listen to me, I'm just laying the foundation quickly, is when you do business with unbelievers, Okay, it's getting quiet. 2 Corinthians 6 verse number 14. Let me tell you what must be your attitude against the unbeliever. The Bible says the unbeliever, the wealth of the wicked is laid up for the just. So as the unjust is working, you must say work, work, work to them. Why? Because the harder they work, the more wealth will come. Oh no, you didn't catch that. The wealth of the wicked is laid up for the just. So the harder the wicked work, that wealth is due to have a transfer to us. Oh, there's many scriptures for that. 2 Corinthians chapter number 6 verse number 14 says this, Do not be unequally yoked of unbelievers. For what partnership can righteousness have with wickedness? 
Or what fellowship does light have with darkness? What harmony is there between Christ and Bilal? Or what does a believer have in common with an unbeliever? What agreement can exist between the temple of God and idols? In other words, as we are here tonight, you have to understand you are a temple of the Most High God. And because you are a temple of the Most High God, God will not want to share you. I want you to note, God is very loyal to you. But sometimes His people are not that loyal back to Him. And we allow things to become unequally yoked with us. And we allow our hearts to become divided in our passion towards Him. And at the place that we allow our hearts to become divided, what happens is that we start to ooze out the power and the love that once was. God wants to give you your place back, but you have to give Him His place back. The bullseye of heaven is the heart of man. But God will not fight for this heart. It has to be given to Him. Come on, are you guys okay? So you cannot be unequally yoked. Because, and many times what we say, we say to people, but you know, I'll save them. I'll save her. You cannot save anybody that does not want to be saved. You cannot change anybody that doesn't want to be changed. Change is a choice and salvation is a choice through the leading of the Holy Spirit. We are not better than the Holy Spirit. We cannot lead people to change. The Holy Spirit leads people to change. But the Bible says, that God promises you and your family to you even to a thousand generations. So it is bad luck for anybody that is close to you because you are serving the Lord. Oh, oh. come on guys, are you there? It means that there's a promise in God's heart that if you serve the Lord, your family is promised. Come on, can I have more amens than that? You know, a soul tie again, I, I say, cannot, can happen between an unbeliever and a believer, but it should not happen between them. Because God does not want you unequally yoked. Let me go, can I go just a little bit deeper with this? We do this in our faith towards the Lord too, as well. We are full on believers of the grace of God. Because all of us are recipients. We believe in certain things and in other things we don't believe as much. In other words, if I say to you, believe in the grace of God, it's easy for most of you to say, but I will. But as much as we believe in the grace of God, we have to believe in the fear of God. While I was in, in Durban, I, I'll just tell you 30 seconds of it. While I was in Durban, because the Lord has not allowed me just still to, to say what happened fully, but I'll give you a, just a snippet. While I was in Durban, the Lord took me in, into an open vision. And as I was in, in this vision, I, I saw certain things. And my first response was the fear of God came upon me. Because the radiance of His beauty introduces the fear of the Lord. We can often see how much people are in relationship with God to the way that they express themselves towards God. 
Because people that cannot worship the Lord lacks fear of God. Come on, it's true. If you cannot worship, it means there's something wrong with the reference that's in your heart. Come on, guys. So don't feel guilty now if you're sad. Next time, just stand. Are you guys there? Tell your legs to follow your heart. But I get tired. What do you think you're going to do in heaven forever? You're going to worship God forever. So practice here. You get it right here. Because when we go to be of Him, you don't have an option. Every knee shall bow. Every tongue shall confess. That's going to happen at the white throne. But, oh, you have to, so worship the Lord extravagantly. That's why I allow the worship to go. Why? Because worship is a weapon that we've been given. The blood of Jesus is a weapon that's been given to us. Praise is a weapon that's been given to us. Come on, the walls of Jericho stood until the Israelites praised. They had no weapon, they had no sword, they had their mouths. Sometimes God waits for your praise to exit you before your breakthrough can enter you. That's why the scripture says, shout unto God with a voice of triumph. Shout unto God of a voice of strength. Are you guys well? So the point is you can only prosper as your soul prospers. Now I want you to understand something. All of you are in, a, are in families or are born into families or born out of families. And because there is, you are born into a family, you have to understand that there's patterns and there's trends. Please say with me patterns. Say with me trends. So we get demonic patterns and we get demonic trends I want to give you some and tonight and the reason why I'm giving it to you and I'm, I'm almost done of the sermon I want us to understand God wants you to break free oh come on are you there let me say to you the patterns there's patterns of sickness that stays in families there is patterns of poverty that stays in families. There's patterns of worry, depression that stays in families. There's patterns of overeating, overindulging that stays in families. There's patterns of unfaithfulness that stays in families. There's patterns of lying that stays in families. For an example, do you know that Jacob was a liar? But Jacob wasn't the first to lie. Abram lied. Come on, guys, are you okay? Well, what I'm telling you tonight is this. The pattern runs in a family until it has to stop with someone that breaks the pattern. And you can be the person that breaks the pattern. It says, I break high blood pressure. I break cholesterol. I break sickness. I break disease. It might have been with my dad, it might have been with my mom, but not with me, it stops here. You have to be bold about that. You see, for you, oh, hallelujah. Oh, praise the Lord. You see, you have to make up your mind, sickness may run, 
in your family, but it stops with you. It's like that joke where they say, with the guy with the waistband, he says, but cholesterol runs in my family. And the doctor says, no, the problem is nobody runs in your family. You're getting what I'm saying. So don't blame the devil for the hamburger. And say, I don't know why I've got high cholesterol. No, don't stop so much at McDonald's. Drink water, eat fruit, exercise. I don't know why this back pain. Ah, oh, but look at your stomach. Pastor, pray for me for a migraine, but you're eating all that sugar. What's wrong with you? My marriage is in trouble. How much time do you spend with your wife? Listen, much of the scripture, you just need to do it. But you know what Christians like to do? Let's go there. We, we like this version of Christianity. Is my marriage good? No, it's not good anymore. We like that. Because it's good to your spiritual senses, but it means nothing in the flesh unless you flesh out the scripture into your marriage. Oh, the devil is attacking my finances. No, you are spending too much. Oh, no, I don't know. I'm poor. But stop buying shoes that will cost you too much. You're earning 5,000. So buy shoes at Pep, not at Nike. Live on your level so that God can take you to His level. Oh, come on. But you have to resist. Oh, I see. I got some of you. Why does it help you to walk around with, with nice shoes, but your bank account is like zero? No, get that bank account fat. Then walk with the cheap shoes and suddenly you show up in success. Much better. While we are on that, you know, one thing I want to eradicate out of your heads is that we, the people of God, believe we need to go to the world to prosper. You don't need to go to the world to prosper. Go to God. God can make you prosper more than what you can handle. If you love Him first. It's true. But you, have been, you and I have been taught by this Babylonian system. No, I have to go to Standard Bank and please, as a belief, you know, I want to buy a house. But God, God is the owner of the galaxies. Why can we change that narrative and say, Father, Thank you for the house that you will provide according to the riches of Christ Jesus. I don't know if there's somebody of that level of faith here. Come on, I don't know if, I'm, if I am I the only one. Why do we need to go to the system if you belong to a better one? But you can't cheat that system. You have to give to God that belongs to God. You see, while I'm on that flow, the the reason why God was so, so vehemently against the Israelites is because in Malachi chapter 1, verse number 6 and 7, the people are doing their duties, but their hearts is far away from God. So they bring, 
They bring the, the goat and the sheep that is, these things are lame, the Bible says. The eye is like weird. And the leg is weird. And they bring that as an offering unto God. And God says, who do you think you are? Am I a man? He says that. He says, am I a, am I a general? He says, does a father have honor? Does a captain have honor? I am the Lord, the God of heaven and earth. What are you doing? Unless my gift costs me something, it will not move him. I'll say that again. Unless your gift don't move you, it does not move God. Oh, the most precious thing in the eyes of the Lord is the soul of a saint that is dedicated to Him and Him only. He doesn't want your soul to be shed. He wants your soul to be whole. You know what's deliverance? Deliverance is the Father in love with the soul of man. And He doesn't want you to walk around with that devil. And we're going to deal with that tonight. But he, he wants that devil to come out so that you can prosper. Come on, are you, are you guys with me? You must not be so impressed by what the devil can do. Be more impressed with the God that loves you to get rid of the devil that wants to have control of you. Are you there? But we flung wide open the gate if we allow access to our souls by things that should not have us. Come on, are you there, church? Come on, empower. Give Jesus all the praise quickly. <clears throat> Jesus makes a statement. It says, if you bring your gift to the altar and remember that your brother has something against you, first go and reconcile with your brother, then come and present your gift unto God. Now, that sounds not too bad unless you understand that Jesus was saying, if you come to the altar, listen to me, I'm telling you secrets why people are not seeing breakthrough in their lives. They come to the altar, this, in this narrative, Jesus is saying, if you come to the altar and you remember that you have something against your brother or your brother has something against you, leave your gift, go reconcile to with your brother, then come back and offer your gift. Please note, he didn't say not offer the gift. What he's saying, if you look at it, he is saying that the journey that the man must make from the temple all the way back, because he's studying that story out of a certain setting, was, was hundreds of miles. So he's sending the man on a long journey. And it's not about the length of the journey. It's about the fact that Jesus says, whatever it takes, reconcile. Let me say it again. Whatever it takes, reconcile. Because it is then that your worship gift is acceptable before God. Come on, guys. We can't fool the Lord. The gospel is the ministry of reconciliation. Let me help us, scripturally speaking. You don't need to live with all men to be at peace with all men. In other words, sometimes things in life will happen with people, with family, etc., etc. 
where you don't need to live with them to be at peace with them. You don't need to see the person to be at peace with them. Come on, are you there? But why is it that we allow... Will you allow somebody to stay rent-free in your house? Eat your food, drink your water, use your electricity. Will you allow that? Come on, think of me. Every morning that person uses your soap, they use your water, they drink your Coca-Cola, they eat the food in your kitchen, and they, they're just there. Will you allow that? Never in a day. Now, why do we allow so many past events to live rent-free in our lives? I'm going to help you. Let it go. Listen, Jesus Christ had, He had all the rights in the world to hold back people's sin. Come on, the people that are busy crucifying Him is right at His feet. Jesus makes this statement. He says, Father, forgive them. These people don't know what they're busy doing. In other words, the Lord wants to set you free and the Lord must wants to heal you. But it is a choice. Come on, are you there? And what I found the Lord just say this to me this afternoon, He says, tell my people, forgiveness restores the standard. I'll say it again. Forgiveness restores the standard. If you can forgive and you can let go, then the enemy have just lost control of your soul. Let me go quickly to one place. Are you guys okay? In Ephesians chapter number 4, we often quote Ephesians 6, and, and I'm very good at quoting Ephesians 6, where I say in Ephesians 6, we go through the armor pieces, the helmet of salvation, the breastplate of righteousness, the belt of truth, sword of the spirit, shield of faith, all of these things. And I often teach about the armor. But before you look at Ephesians 6, you have to look at Ephesians 4. It comes before 6. If I'm right with my mathematics, 4 is before 6, right? And at number 4, God speaks about holiness before He speaks about effectiveness. I'll say it again. He speaks about holiness before He speaks about effectiveness in the Spirit. So first be holy, then be effective. We want to be effective without the holiness. <laughs> Yesterday the Lord came to me while I was praying. He was asking me this. He says, when will the world change? That was the question. When will the world change? I'm like, Lord, I don't know. He says, when will the world change? I'm asking you. I said, Lord, I, I, I'm not sure. He says, when the church looks like me. I said, Lord, <laughs> what? Because sometimes God will have these sentences of me and I, and it's almost like a shock to me. When the, when the church looks like me. So are you implying, Lord, that the church don't look like you? 
Because you have to understand, Jesus is not the judge of the church. He's the husband of the church. Any person that is the judge of the church don't belong to the church. Because you cannot judge that what you are part of and love the one that died for that which he called to carry his presence forth into the world. It's interesting for me in this final hour how many people we have that, ha that speaks about the church and think it's okay with Jesus. It's not okay. Because the church is a group of people called out with the Spirit of the Lord placed in them with a heavenly assignment. Who are we to speak against what God elects? Let me prophesy to you and say this. I'll just give you a prophetic insight. In this hour, there will be five virgins that are wise and five that are unwise. Some will buy oil for themselves and some will have no oil. And suddenly we'll hear the sound of a mighty trumpet blast. And when we hear the sound, those that got oil, those without oil, it's here. I don't know about you, but when I hear the sound, I want to be. And then you must not sit here anymore in church. You must also be gone. But if you see the mic fall, and you still here. Aish. Then may you remember this night that I said to you, be holy. Be holy. Be set apart. Choose holiness. Let me help you quickly of temptation. Temptation can only come through three ways. Are you okay in power? Everybody online, are you fine? Temptation can come through three ways. The lust of the eyes, the pride of life, and the lust of the flesh. These are the three gateways of sin. So if it is that your eyes can lead you into sin, be careful what you see. If it is that your flesh can lead you into sin, crucify the flesh if it's your pride that can make you sin have a humble heart if you do those three things you can live a life free from the effect and the power of sin come on are you there come on just give Jesus some praise and what I want to do tonight very effectively with people um of all of you, I want to make sure that Jesus heals your soul. Because He doesn't want you fragmented. He doesn't want you in the past. He doesn't want you to be like Samson. Because there's, there's two types of, of people or two types of examples we get. Please listen to me very carefully now because we're going to activate now. Samson lost the anointing. Because he allowed somebody into that covenant that was not supposed to be there. 
And I always say this, we shouldn't blame just Samson because where was Samson's friends? Where was the people that loved Samson? Come on, are you with me? That's why the first place that the devil will lead you to take you out is called isolation. When you see him leading you, say, come, come, freaky, freaky, come. Let's go slowly. Yeah, they don't understand. It's okay, come, come. When he starts to do that, understand you're walking on the path of destruction. Because heaven does not have an I. Heaven has an us. Let us. Let us. Please understand that. There is no battle that God will ever allow in your life where it's the I that needs to be there. God will always go into battle with the us. He never said, let I make man. He could have. He didn't. He said, let us make man. Come on, are you there? And so when you see the devil start to do that with you, that is not called being spiritual. That's called taking, being taken out by the devil. Are you there? Last one. Oh, and I called Samson. So I said, where's Samson, friend? The second one I wanted to use was Saul. Saul was clever in the first two years of his rule and reigning because the anointing was upon him. But then he got fired by the Lord. The Lord will keep you in position, but He'll, he'll remove His presence away from you. It is a dangerous place to be. Because Saul, the Spirit of the Lord left him. And the Bible says Saul did not even know that the Lord has left. Are you with me? Because as soon as the Lord left him, the Lord went to David. And he appointed a man after his heart. Please note something. And I'll close with this. Then I want to pray for you tonight. And we're going to bless the Lord tonight. Come on, are you guys there? Come on, I want us to be happy because let the joy of the Lord be our strength. I want you to understand something. Saul met all the outside criteria. He looked like a king. He was taller than everybody else. Yet his heart was removed from God. David was small. David was ruddy. But David's heart was of the Lord. And God used David more than what he used Saul. Because God can do more with the heart of a man than with a sword of a man. Peter needed to learn this lesson. He wanted to pull the sword, but God wanted his heart. Peter gave his heart fully to the Lord only after he betrayed the Lord. Come on guys, are you okay? And so tonight what I want to do is very simple. I want to pray for us. Yes, let me not go then. I want to pray for you. And I want to make sure that your, that your soul is healed, set free, delivered and whole. Is that okay? And so I want us just for a moment to, I want us just for a moment to stand. Is that okay? Because I believe that there's people here tonight that you have to respond because God doesn't just have your healing in mind. He has your wholeness in mind. Come on, are we there?
but it has to start of us. And so, Father, I want to pray in this, in this atmosphere tonight very simply. Lord, I want to pray it right now that people will choose wholeness, that they'll choose freedom, that they'll choose deliverance, that they'll choose that their soul may be well in Jesus Christ's name. And if that were you tonight, and I'm speaking to you tonight, if, and everybody that's online of us, say of us, because I believe God wants to do things for you too, is that if I spoke to you tonight and you know that there's been places that you are stuck and you can't get free from that place, I want you to get out of your seats and come here to the front, come here to the altar, and we can pray for you, lay hands on you, and get rid of that being stuck. Amen? I want the rest of the church, can you pray in other tongues? Come on, can you pray in other tongues? I want the whole church to pray. Come on church, let's pray, let's pray, let's pray. Can I ask everybody, can everybody that is present here, can I ask you to pray, please? Just stretch out your hand to these precious people. Father, thank you that in this night, Lord, that your anointing breaks the yoke. Father, thank you that right now, Lord, we give every hindrance, every obstacle. We give it notice in this night, in Jesus Christ's name. Father, thank you that in this night, we can break off every tie, every demonic allegiance. Lord, every foothold, any stronghold that they might be in Jesus Christ's name. And everybody that's here in front, I want you to pray after me. Say, Heavenly Father, I come to you in the name of Jesus Christ. I repent of all of my sins, of all of my iniquities. Father, thank you for freeing me by the power of the blood. Lord Jesus, I receive your freedom in this night, in Jesus' name. Father God, close the door Close the gateway. Close the pattern that the enemy might have upon my life in Jesus Christ's name. Now everybody here in front, I want you to receive your freedom as a gift. Not as an effort, not as labor, but as a free gift. A free gift. A free gift. Can I ask the churches to pray?
there's, there's, there's more than one person like that here tonight. Um, and it will take humility from you, but you will be free if you come out. There are people here tonight, uh, I, see, I see the door of pornography going open. And you, you stepped into that. But you're at a place now where it's at a place where it's like uh, you can't break it. It's there, it's present. And you're just you're going deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper. But you, your heart is you want to be free. Um, but you're struggling with this. And every so often that door goes open and you go through that again. And you feel more and more condemned. And I hear Jesus saying to me to say to you, He does not condemn you, but He does want to free you. Are you with me? Uh, pornography is deadly because what it does, it imprints images into your soul which influence the imagination, which influence your creative ability. Are you there? It deadens the soul of a man. And I want to I wanna call out for those people. It will take humility for you to step out, but Jesus will set you free. And the church will love you. Amen. So if that's you, won't you I want you 10 seconds of bravery to come. And let's, let's deal with this thing. Let's just deliver it and pray about it and get it out. I see a number in my spirit. Come guys. There's multiple people here tonight that I saw of that. Come, just 10 seconds quickly. Step out to your seats and step to your freedom. Quickly, 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 quickly. Just step to your freedom. Just step to your freedom. Just step to your freedom. Come on church, stretch out your hands, everybody. I want you to pray in the Spirit in power. I haven't been in the evening service for a week or so, but come on. Let's pray in the Spirit. Brothers and sisters, Father, we thank you that there's no shame in the house of God. Lord, we rip off all shame, all blame in this night in Jesus' name. And Father, right now, in the precious name of Jesus, devil, we bind you and we rebuke you over these precious people in Jesus name we love the blame we love the shame we love the condemnation we love the spirit of condemnation that is upon you in Jesus name and we break this power and we break this hold in Jesus Christ's name right now in Jesus Christ's name we thank you father that this devil go right now in Jesus Christ's name. In Jesus Christ's name. That the Spirit lifts, Lord. That it lifts from these minds. 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 In Jesus' name. Never to return. Never to return. It's okay. It's okay. Just your hand. Just put your hand on the stomach. Father, I thank you that as the anointing goes through, Father, we break the hold. We break the power. We break the power. We break the power. We break the power in Jesus Christ's name. Be free. Be free in this night. In Jesus Christ's name, in Jesus' name, we break the hold, we break the hold right now.
Jesus Christ's name. In Jesus Christ's name. Come on, let's just we break the hold. We break the hold. We break the hold. We break the shame. We break it. 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 In Jesus Christ's name. In Jesus. Come on, let's just give Jesus some praise. There are can we pray in the spirit please you know it might seem like a small thing but it's really not and I, just, I feel the Lord wants to help us tonight God wants you to speak the truth can I say that again? God wants you to be a people of truth. In the kingdom of God, you don't need to flex it. You don't need to prove that you are worthy to be loved. You don't need to prove nothing. You can just be. Are you okay? The Father accepts you just as you are. And I'm saying that to say the following to you. The Lord wants to help you with that lying tongue. He wants to give you the pencil of truth that you can just be honest and just be you. The Lord says to me, there are people that are struggling with lying and it's, and it's getting worse for you. The Lord says, let's correct the path. Let's make the crooked way straight and let's be honest. Come on, are you there? The honest life is so much better. You don't need to prove anything. You can just be. God called you, He'll back you. Don't need to get approval from man. You have the approval of the Lord. Hallelujah. And His approval matters most. I can tell you. Because He's going to be there when nobody is there. A lying tongue. Quickly step out. Come guys. Come. I want brave people tonight. Because we're gonna, we want to deal with any devil that wants to control your life. If you're struggling with lying. Come on. Quickly. Other seats. Jump to me. It is a pattern of lying. God wants to break that hold on you. Quickly come. One, two, three, walk. Thank you. You made it possible for other people to come. Come, guys. It's simple things, but God is removing the chain. Father, thank you that inside, listen, say with me tonight. So I have the spirit of truth. I have the word of truth. I have Jesus that is truth. This night I choose to have a tongue of righteousness. To speak the truth in Jesus' name. Father, I thank you that this night we break off every form of a need to impress in Jesus Christ's name. We break off this chain in Jesus Christ's name. 
Sia patara boshtera bakata tabeyandro boshtere. Rebetara boshtera bakata. Ora bakata tabeyandro boshtera bakata tabeyandro boshtere. I want to call out uh, one more. I feel the Lord is saying to me that He wants to bring restoration between daughters and fathers and sons and fathers. Daughters and fathers and sons and fathers. There's been injury in the father, son and father, daughter relationship. And the Lord wants to heal that tonight. Come on, are you guys okay? And so if, if that's you, if you are saying to me tonight, that's me. You, and you're asking the Lord for restoration in this area of your life. I want us to trust Jesus. They'll bring complete restoration and complete restoration. And complete restoration and complete restoration and reconciliation come on are you guys with me I can tell you I don't have my dad anymore on the planet but I will do anything to see him again it is not worthwhile to have your father and not be reconciled are you okay guys so people like that that are trusting God for that if that's you I want you just to step to me quickly your earthly fathers thank you for coming your earthly fathers God wants to bring peace look at that thank you Holy Spirit thank you Holy Spirit I want the church just to stretch out your hands thank you Jesus look at this so many young people where's pastor given Father, why don't you just lift your hands, God? I feel the Holy Spirit on you. And I just feel such a heart of Jesus upon you. Father, we want to pray tonight, right now, in this atmosphere. Lord, I want to pray for every single person right now. Lord Jesus, we want to trust you as a church corporate, as a body united. Father, for healing in this relationships. In Jesus' name, we pray for reconciliation. We pray for dads to be reconciled to their children. We pray for the children to be reconciled to the fathers. We pray for these relationships that are here to be made whole again in Jesus' name. Lord Holy Spirit, come and comfort. Lord Holy Spirit, come and reconcile now. In Jesus Christ's name. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Do a divine work, Lord. Do a divine work. Do a divine work. Do a divine work. Do a divine work. Thank you, Jesus.
just to lift our hands everybody come on bora bakata tabiandro boshtra bakata tabiandro touch father i want you to pray there right we are say father god i am in need of a deeper touch of your spirit lord holy spirit come and rest upon me lord holy spirit come and rest upon me a fresh and a new a fresh and a new i want everybody just to lift your hands for a moment i want to trust the holy spirit to touch you there we are we have to move into the realm of the supernatural come on are you there and i want us just for a moment to trust the lord just give you help me with the keys i want us just for a moment to trust the lord there we are say of me holy spirit here am i come and fill me come and rest upon me lord holy spirit make me your vessel here am i now let's wait for him come on stretch out those hands Let's just wait on him. Jesus have you the of the of the pink come here. Sit it to be at the rush no hawk to the beyond. I hear the spirit of the Lord say to me I saw you from the stage. I heard God say to me he's going to bring a mighty breakthrough for you. A mighty deliverance is coming to you. The Lord has taken note of you when i looked when i looked at you i saw the angel of the lord standing by you and i heard the lord say i must say to you that the plans and the purpose of the lord shall come to pass and this devil that have lied to your mind so much um i see time and time again i see anxiety i see fear and i see the spirit of suicide once he lied to you and wants you to to cut things short and i i see how the lord says to me that please do not because the plans and the purposes of the lord shall prevail and i hear jesus saying to me has not missed you has not overlooked you um and even the hurt that came through the event and even the pain that came through those people i hear jesus say to me i had nothing to do with that event but the lord is with you And I hear Jesus say to me that the breakthrough is not in the distance it's not far away from now it's now it's here it's present and I hear Jesus saying to me to say to you God finds great delight in you it's great delight in you that the Lord finds and and these spirits that come um they are there there are they are signed to do three things in your life they want to make you anxious they want to make you fearful they want to make you depressed and then they want to make you suicidal that's what they want to do and they want to isolate you and i hear jesus saying to me even as you stand in front of me 
I hear the Lord say, I'm going to add friends to you. It's going to be good friends for you. Friends that are much better than any friend that you would have ever had in any time of your life. I see the Lord and adding people to you. The days of loneliness is over. The days of being alone is over. And I hear Jesus say, and it will make sense to you. I hear the Lord say, you don't need to protect yourself. He's going to protect you. I hear the Lord say to me, you don't need to fight for yourself. He's going to fight for you. You will not need to do this anymore. From tonight, as I pray for you and as I lay hands on you, and new strength is going to come upon you. I see how Jesus is going to put new strength upon you. You're going to be able not only to fight, but you're going to be able to rise above. And I see the Lord adding things quickly. As I look into your future, I hear the Lord say to me, Tyler, it's going to happen quickly. It's going to happen easy. And you will not need to fight for this. It's going to be because the Lord loves you. You have to know the Lord loves you. Jesus is in love with you. What's your name? Larisse. Larisse, the disappointments of yesterday will have no influence on tomorrow. Die hartseer van gister gaan geen invloed hee van for tomorrow. God will not allow to go there. And the Lord brought you here tonight to tell you it's not over. It's not finished. It's not done. The plan is still alive. The purpose is still alive. And He's going to do it. He's going to take your life and let it shine bright. As I look at you, I see a gifted young girl with a lot of talent inside of her. But I see at the same trend, I see the enemy standing next to you trying to whisper into your eyes, whisper into your ears to make you become distracted. But the Lord has you by name. That's why He calls you out of all of these people. He selects you. He's the God that is aware. He's the God that cares. He's the God that is in love. He never misses you. I feel the Lord says to me this. I must tell you this. Not one tear that fell in private is not seen in heaven. Not one. The Lord has a jar of of tears. He collects the tears of the saints. Your tears are collected by the Lord. Amen. But tonight will be a night of freedom. Tonight will be a a night of deliverance. The, The sign for you for your family to know what I'm saying is true is God is going to come to your family you're going to see a mighty visitation coming to your family God's going to help your family He's going to put things together it hasn't been together God's going to start to help the family because of you you've chosen right when you chose the Lord you've chosen right so Father I want to pray in Jesus Christ's name may the power of the Holy Spirit come upon her in this night Father I rip off all labels or stigma right now in Jesus name Lord may your power rest upon this beautiful girl in Jesus name may she know she's loved by God knitted together in the mother's womb for the purpose of God in Jesus Christ's name we thank you Lord in Jesus name ah so there with the white I see you again ah with the white you have your arms crossed like that come quickly hey When I, when I saw you earlier, uh, the Lord said to me, I must, I must remind you of the giftedness that you are. I must remind you of the leader that you are. And I must remind you of the grace that is placed upon your life. And I want to provoke that leadership inside of you tonight. And I want to say to you, this is the time to stand up. This is the time to rise up. This is your hour. I heard the Lord say to me that the, the steps of yesterday will be reordered by the Lord 
because the steps of the righteous is ordered by the Lord and even as I stand in front of you tonight I see how the Lord is going to come upon your life he's going to start to change things and it's it's literally like a, a puzzle piece how the Lord's going to fit this puzzle together and suddenly all things will work together the Bible gives a condition Romans chapter number 8 verse number 28 it says all things work together for those that love the Lord and are called according to his purpose you are called according to the purpose of God and you are loved by the Lord this makes you a qualifier for all things to work in synergy the word synergeo means all things falls in place perfectly for you do you receive that I feel the Lord says to me business will come great and mighty business shall come even in a new way in a brand new way God will add you business in this hour like no other hour because there is such favor upon your life and father I just want to pray over this man tonight as I see the favor of God upon him as I see leadership upon him father I want to pray that the leader that's inside of him Lord may that come out may that rise in this hour in Jesus Christ's name father I pray that every other voice will be destroyed of this heart and may he stand as a leader father I want to thank you for the grace that's upon him in Jesus Christ's name we love you Lord let it be so now in Jesus name won't you just give Jesus Christ a praise of you come on can we just give Jesus just 10 seconds of loud praise I saw, I saw Pastor Given, he was here in front, I don't know where he's now, he moves quickly, such a short pastor, where are you Pastor Given, come, God spoke to me just now in my ear about you, can everybody just stretch out your hands, <laughs> I heard the Lord say, I'm giving you great favor in this night, for even as the Lord spoke to me in my ear about you, I heard the Lord say favor, not a single door of favor, but wide open doors I will open up for you, says the Lord. And I will use you in places that none others has been used before your time, because I've looked upon your heart and I found a man after mine, says the Spirit of the Lord. And in this night, I will give you new, fresh Holy Spirit fire that will come upon you. And two gifts will be activated in this night, the gift of healing and the gift of miracles. Do not be afraid. Do not be afraid for those that are against you. Do not be afraid of those that speak to you, even in your own family. Do not listen to their words. Do not listen to their voices, for I am the Lord your God. And what I say matter. And in this hour, I want you to know that I'm rising you up. I will make your voice unto this nation in that hour to come. But in this hour, it's an hour of testing now. But keep on doing what you are doing because I'm finding the light upon you. And in this hour, I put upon you a fresh mantle of the Holy Spirit and with fire. And as you work miracles, as you work this faith, let great miracles come from your hands in Jesus' name. I see the ears of the deaf popping open. I see the eyes of the blind popping open. I see sicknesses falling out of people's bodies. And I give it to you as a gift in this sight. Am I well pleased? Yes, I am, says the Spirit of the Lord. And so I give to you, I give to you as a gift, as a gift, as a gift to given. I give the gift of miracles and the gift of faith. I place it into your spirit in this sight, in Jesus' name. Come on, give Jesus some prayer.
Now again, lift your hands unto God. Everybody, 